Welcome to the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast. I've been looking forward to this because we get to do me now. <laughs> we're continuing our secrets series through the signs. This has been great because we're marrying where Pisces interacts in the chart, what house that is, and and the characteristics thereof. But now, my secret sign, which is the secretest of the most, Scorpio is under the spotlight. Robert, if you dare walk into the lair of the secrets of the depth of Scorpio. Well, just keep your hand on the on the silent switch and you can cut me off without my knowing it. Put the mute button on me or <laughs> yeah, you. Which you one go. here? <laughs> well, with Scorpio, if you play Scorpio on the first cusp, Pisces falls on the fifth. So right off the bat. You know that every Scorpio has a propensity to have some secrets and, and pretty meaningful secrets involving love and romance and children. Now, remember, remember, just so you what ground you're on here, that my sun and Mars and Neptune are all in my fifth house. <laughs> okay, so should we move on to Sagittarius? <laughs> no, elaborate. Well, when you say secrets, and listen, it can mean literal secrets. It can mean stepchildren, for example. It can mean having children that you don't know about, but that's not usually what it means. It means that there is a vulnerability connected with children and also connected with love that is that bears looking at. Scorpios, you know, are not superficial signs. So this is all emotional with Scorpios, there's a vulnerability sometimes. If, for example, a marriage doesn't last, the Scorpio feels more vulnerable regarding the children than the ex-spouse. That's the vulnerability. It's the children because the, the product of a union, children, are both members of the couple's expression of their future together so that when the marriage doesn't work out for Scorpios, there's a real sense of loss uh, and a loss in connection with the children in particular and a vulnerability as to how their future, the children's future is going to turn out. And the second area, of course, this fifth house is creativity so that or bliss, let's call it bliss, the old Joseph Campbell, follow your bliss mantra, which is absolutely true. As anybody who does that knows, there's a vast difference in people. I'm looking at it, Thomas, with friends who've retired from very high-powered careers and have nothing, they have no idea what to do with themselves because they've chosen careers where you have to retire at some point. With people like me and I think with you, as long as you can breathe and are <laughs> ambulatory and have your faculties, you can work because you've found something in your life that you truly love, which is uh, shown in that fifth house, which is your talents. It's your projection of yourself into the future, either literally through children or figuratively through creative work or, or creative output and so on. So that's the vulnerability there. And like, uh, I guess like all of the water signs, really, the feeling nature is strongest in the water signs, and I think strongest of all. 
in Scorpio and also maybe the hardest to um, to really consciously reach because there, there are deep feelings involved in Scorpio that don't lend themselves very easily to light or psychological jargon conversation. They're, just, they're feelings. They're not even necessarily rational, but they are real. So um, it's those two areas, I think, that that Scorpios have a vulnerability. So they're often I'm, I'm thinking of a lot of Scorpios I know who do remarry. And so now they're dealing with stepchildren in essence and the complications sometimes that can arise through uh, the products of more than one marriage. And so I don't know if this is ringing any bells. Well, you. you know, and another thing that comes to mind is something that you taught me early on when I started studying under you was that if you have planets in the fifth house related to Scorpio, which I did, so instantly I perked up, that you mentioned that there could be a death related to perhaps the children. And obviously that caught my attention. Now, both of my kids are alive, but distant. So it almost is as if, you know, there's just not much there. And that's sad. That's been something that's been sad for me. But it is something that is still, I hope, a work in progress. But boy, I mean, it it nailed it perfectly that as far as a close parent-child relationship, now that the kids are older, we don't have it. Well, you know, it's in, it's inherent in the Scorpio archetype, this idea, we all hear it, death and rebirth. It's one of the big cliches, um, beloved by astrologers and metaphysicians and psychics, transformation death and rebirth but it's very real now it can be a figurative death and rebirth the death of a relationship not that anybody dies physically but if there's a distance there and uh scorpio people are not the easiest to ever get close to they really are extremely private and the sense that other people have of scorpio is that the Scorpio is preoccupied with something. I'm here. I'm in front of the Scorpio, but I'm not so sure they're 100% here. They're, and especially with, when it comes to sentimental issues and expressions in life, Scorpio tends not to be necessarily particularly sentimental, unlike a lot of other signs. So it doesn't do well <laughs> around people who have a lot of sentiment going in life i don't i have venus and scorpio so I, that stuff that's not me so i don't know again but the distance that you talk about is a sort of figurative death especially if you with pisces it's natural to look at the rest of the world and think gee i'm the only one who has this distance everybody else has these happy extended families and everybody gets along beautifully and they all look like a hallmark card but of course it isn't true but that's the feeling sometimes that scorpios feel i've i've failed i've failed my children I mean, they feel that way even more than they feel that they failed the spouse as a rule because and it, it it's a true sense for the scorpio because they don't have maybe the relationship with children that they wish they did and as you say it's absolutely an ongoing process i think yeah work i think in it's progress. true in a lot of in yeah so that that over time and as the children grow up too they have to grapple with do i want 
to have a closer relationship. And you maybe would feel the same with, with in your situation since you brought it up. But this, uh, I think in life too, if we're estranged from siblings or parents or children, then the challenge becomes, is that what I want? Do I want to stay estranged? Do I want to die estranged? Or now that I'm older and they're older, is this a time that we could heal this and maybe come back together or maybe establish a, a new relationship that's healthy? That's the challenge. But it's got to be a two-way street. It's the other side of transformation. Yes. You always yes. take it down to bring it back. Yes. And it, it, it's a real phenomenon. You have to, I, I'm very familiar with this, with this in my own life. The idea of restoring contact with estranged loved ones. For me, I've never done it. I have Venus and Scorpio, and it's true what they say. I tend to love too much, maybe, but 110%. And I expect that same love back. And this is from anybody, family or a mate or anything. But if it's over, if it ends, and, and if I look at it repeatedly over time, it ended for a reason. And I tend to be fine with that. It's fine with me that it's ended. Let's talk about another side of Scorpio. And this is a cookbook side. This is out there. I mean, there's no secret here that Scorpios keep secrets or they don't show their whole hand or they always are hiding something behind their, you know, there's always a card back over here. Is that something that, I mean, here now we're talking about the secret side and yet it's right out there. I guess the Scorpio is known for having some shadowiness about us. Well, I think so. <laughs> I think so. And I don't know that it's even, it, it certainly can be shadowy, truly. Look, I've got Venus and Scorpio in my 10th house of career and square Pluto in my 8th house. And don't think that in show business, which is what I moved to Los Angeles to be in, don't think for a minute that there aren't a plethora of shady characters because there are all of which I found incredibly attractive. So you can, and this is true for any walk of life, you can run into shady characters. And sometimes they're, when I was a television writer, Thomas, for 15 years, that's what I wrote about. I loved to write about crime and thrillers and cop shows and those, those kinds of things. Uh, I'm not a criminal, but that side of life is psychologically and, and dramatically fascinating to me. And I've certainly known my share but I think it's simply that, that you're right. Scorpios don't miss a trick internally. They really don't. They, their audio visual perceptions, the reason for it, I think, is because it's a water sign. Their audio visual perceptions instantly strike these little emotional chords in themselves, even in passing, so that they're constantly aware of this is good, this is bad, only in the sense that this gives me a good feeling, this gives me a bad feeling. It's that simple, but they, but that's with everything that they experience in just a day. They can walk into a room. That sofa's ugly. All right, that gives them a bad feel. It's a little micro feeling, but it's still, ugh. Uh, oh, look at this painting on the wall. That's beautiful. So they have these emotional reactions, and then to people, what people look like, what people say, they're constantly assessing, assessing, assessing. This is different from analyzing, which is what Virgo does. This is assessing on an emotional level. 
And That's true. I mean, is yeah. this making? Do you see what I'm no, saying? No, yeah, it is. And in fact, I'm sitting here thinking about in this shadow series. You know what we've talked about are characteristics of the sign that, well, in the world of duality, each sign has the things that it's strong for, known for being strong, and it has things that it has to work on. And then what we're talking about or really bringing to light here are things that need to come to light. So we're talking about a characteristic of Scorpio that is out there. In other words, the shadow is to some extent, one of the positive characteristics of the sign. Absolutely. So it's a paradox. And if you get into Jungian analysis or analytical psychology, that's the whole point of individuation is to, uh, to, to know your shadow and to honor it, to recognize it. And when you do that, you, you integrate it in a sense, and it, it doesn't have power over you anymore. And in fact, it can become this sort of uncovering a buried treasure. But the, the the vulnerability that Scorpio has regarding children basically is abandonment issues. And and you can look at it if you consider Pisces to be one of the indicators of past lives, which it can be. Then you can look at a, a Scorpio's chart, for example, and begin to read the chart from a, a reincarnational standpoint and realize that these people have come out of situations lifetimes where they abandoned their children perhaps because of force something like a war you see taking them from their children or as children they were abandoned so in this life there can be the loss of a parent through either death or divorce and the sense of abandonment that that comes that accompanies that uh but it's that sense of, of and, and, and conversely, if you have children, as you do, you may have this artificial guilt, and I stress artificial guilt, that you can feel like, oh, I've abandoned them on some fundamental level. And if that's unconscious, that shadow side can really undermine a person's life because they can carry this artificial guilt. You're not guilty. You didn't abandon anybody. You divorced, you divorced their mother that's it so and you're leading your own life it's up to you what kind of and and them as they grow into adults if they've got resentments then they may act those out and so on but it's it's a very interesting issue this thing about abandonment and and scorpio people uh my own stepmother was a scorpio her mother was a single mother her dad divorced her mother when she was very young and her mother did very well in life but nonetheless uh, my stepmother was abandoned by her father. Very so interesting yeah, how this, yeah. yeah, how this fits together. Well, and we so, all have our growth to grow, our path to grow into, don't we? Some things to think about. You bet. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. If you'd like to talk to this guy about your own chart, maybe you're a Scorpio and you want to unpack your own secrets. Well. You can have a session with Robert where there are no secrets, and you can just have a conversation about it. The information on how to get a hold of him is in the show notes, along with our YouTube channel link and our Discord channel link, if you'd like to participate in those. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with more secrets. We have a few more signs to cover and other goodies on the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast with Robert Glasscock. Thanks so much for listening.